You're listening to the Carterville Church Life Podcast. I love our church family, and I hope that you do too. Our goal is that the episodes of this podcast would keep us connected and focused while we're scattered for our week on missions together. I hope that you're blessed by what you hear today. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. On Sunday, I preached about the Good Shepherd. I specifically talked about God's leadership in our life, what it would be like if you and I gave up control of our lives and trusted God, allowing him to lead us to green pastures, to lead us to still waters, to lead us in paths of righteousness. Well, today I want to pick that up with a story from the Bible that I think is a powerful passage about Jesus leading us. This one is about Peter. After Jesus died on the cross and was raised from the dead, he appeared to the disciples on the shore of the beach. And Peter and the disciples were fishing. Peter jumps out of the water and swims to Jesus. And everything in this episode of Scripture in John chapter 21 indicates that Peter the apostle was driven to stand in front of Jesus. Because only a few days ago, he denied Jesus three times, claiming that he did not know Christ. And he's covered with shame and guilt about that. And in this story, Peter is forgiven. But as he's forgiven, he is called to follow Jesus into his future. And there's a lesson here for me and a lesson here for you. So let's take a look at it. I'll start in verse 15. When they had finished eating, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Yes, Lord, he said, you know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my lambs. Again, Jesus said, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He answered, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said, take care of my sheep. The third time he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt because Jesus asked him the third time, do you love me? And He said, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my sheep. Very truly, I tell you that when you were younger, you dressed yourself and you went out where you wanted. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands and someone else will dress you and lead you where you do not want to go. Jesus said this to indicate the kind of death by which Peter would glorify God. Then he said to him, follow me. Peter turned and saw that the disciple whom Jesus loved was following them. This was the one who had leaned back against Jesus at the supper and said, Lord, who is going to betray you? When Peter saw him, he asked, well, what about him? Jesus answered, if I want him to remain alive until I return, what is that to you? You must follow me. Well, what I love about this passage is first that Peter gets to hear Jesus speak to him again and reinstate him. Three times Jesus said, do you love me? And allowed Peter three times to say, you know, I love you. No doubt that these three offerings were the opportunity for Peter to sort of make up for the three times that he denied Jesus. At least it was an opportunity for Peter to recognize that Jesus loved and forgave him and still wanted Peter to follow Jesus and to serve as a shepherd over his flock. So this is sort of Peter's reinstatement moment. And it's really clear in that because after Jesus says for the last time to take care of the sheep, he says, very truly, I say, when you were younger, you dressed yourself, you went where you wanted. In other words, there was a time, Peter, when you were totally in charge of your life. But Jesus says, but when you are old, you'll stretch out your hands and someone else will dress you and lead you where you 
where you do not want to go. And then John writes to explain to the readers, like me and you, that Jesus said this to indicate the kind of death by which Peter would die to glorify God. In other words, we know through church tradition that Peter was going to be crucified. He was going to be crucified, in fact, upside down. And it seems that Jesus, only days after Peter watched Christ be dressed in robes of shame or undressed and beaten and dressed in a crown of thorns, he watched Jesus' arms be stretched out and he watched Jesus die on a cross. And now as Jesus is saying to Peter, hey, there's a day that's coming when your arms are going to be stretched out. People are going to lead you where you don't want to go. John knew that Jesus was talking about the death that Peter would die. And Peter knew that too, because you see that Peter turns around and looks at John. And what does Peter say? Peter says, well, what about him? And I think Jesus' answer at this point is pretty powerful. Because Jesus says, if I want him to remain alive until I return, what's that to you? You must follow me. I love that statement from Jesus for a couple of reasons. First of all, I love the reminder that my commitment to follow Jesus Christ means that I follow him in life and death. As we read Sunday morning, to live as Christ, to die as gain. He owns us from the beginning to the end. And we know as believers that our hope is set in Jesus, that when we die, we keep on living in Christ. But I think it's good for us to remember that our life and our death belongs to Jesus and everything in between. So if God leads us down roads that are difficult or hard, or not our preference. He has every right to do it, and we should gladly follow him. But what I think I like even more in this passage is that Peter, a lot like me and maybe like you, his first impulse when he sees his road that he's to walk is he looks over his shoulder at another person, in this case, John, and says, well, hey, God, what about him? I don't know if this is true for you, but sometimes for me, I have a temptation to look around, to compare my life to other people's, my calling to other people's. Do you? Do you ever look at somebody else? And I think Facebook makes this worse because, you know, I love to see people's posts on Facebook. You probably too. Facebook's not good nor bad. It's just a tool, just a platform. But as we look at Facebook, we start to compare. Everybody's life looks so grand. Everybody's family looks so happy. Everybody's calling seems so purposeful. It just looks like it's going so well for somebody else that we're tempted to look up at the Lord and say, well, what about them? And the comment from Jesus back to Peter, this response where Peter is reminded, hey, Peter, if I want John to remain alive until I come back, hey, bud, what is that to you? You follow me. Jesus makes it clear that he's the one in charge. If Jesus has a different path for your neighbor, your brother, your cousin, your friend, what's that to you? And what's that to me? Like my focus should be so fixed on Jesus and the path that I am supposed to walk for the glory of Christ that I shouldn't worry about my neighbor and what his calling is. I should be content, not jealous. I shouldn't be comparing my life. I should be settled to follow in the footsteps of Christ. Now, I'm being led in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake, not for mine. The goal is not to make my name bigger or make me famous. My goal is to give my life to serve Jesus and yours too, right? And so when you and I feel this temptation to compare our lives to somebody else, when we want to look over our shoulder and say, hey, but what about him? I hope you and I will hear the echo of the voice of Jesus saying, if I have something else in mind for them, what is that to you? It's not our business. 
He is the good shepherd. He leads the sheep where he wants them. You and I have surrendered our lives to him. And I mean surrendered. We took up a cross. We died to ourselves. We can't take it back up again. It's ours to follow in the footsteps of Jesus now. Okay, so this last comment, after Jesus dismisses the comment and says, Peter, what's that to you? It's beautiful that Peter is reminded, you, Peter, follow me, Jesus. And that's my call for us. And no matter what God is doing with somebody else or whose life seems to be going the way you wish yours was going, listen, what's that to you? You and I should follow Jesus. And so maybe my encouragement today would be that we stop looking over our shoulder at other believers and we look down at the footsteps of Jesus and follow the path, not wavering to the right or to the left. Follow the path that Jesus has set for us, that you and I would live not in comparison but that we would live following Christ. And so as we hear Peter reminded that he is to follow Christ, maybe you and I can let the good shepherd lead us, that we would tend to the sheep, care for the lambs, feed the flock, just as Jesus called Peter to do. And while we're doing that, while we're fulfilling the calling God gave us, that we wouldn't look over our shoulder so much, but instead we would look straight ahead and follow Jesus well. Church, I love you. Thank you for following Jesus together. I pray that God would give you a great Tuesday and that you would be a blessing to those around you.